You're listening to Film School, broadcasting every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time at KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, and on the web at KUCI.org slash filmschool. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. The AFI Fest presents a survey of the year's most significant films each fall, featuring international work from emerging filmmakers, global showcases of films from the great masters, and red carpet gala premieres. AFI Fest brings world cinema to the heart of Hollywood. With us today is the head of press and public relations for the American Film Institute, John Wildman, and programmer for AFI Fest, Lane Needler. And we're going to be speaking with them about the AI. AFI Film Fest in Los Angeles running from October 30th through November 7th. John Wildman, Lane Needler, welcome to Film School. Nice to be here. How are you Hi, guys. Hi. How are you guys doing today? Everything fine? Well, you know, we're, we're, in, that, we're in that crazy period, uh, right before the, the start of all the hoopla and fanfare. So uh, I think both Lane and I, as well as everybody at AFI, we're in that hour-by-hour, hour, you know, kind of process of, you know, keeping the sharks swimming. Yeah, very, very good. So, so you're you're in the busy, busy time, and you have absolutely no time to talk to us right now. <laughs> Why are you talking to a couple of knuckleheads on the radio? I'll tell you yeah. what's wrong with you. Uh, now, this is exciting stuff. You've got. Uh, I just want to start with kind of your your gala premiere uh, film um, that you Lane. What did you tell Lane? What did you tell us? What your opening night film is going to be at AFI? Uh, well, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because we have some fantastic uh, gala films this year. Our opening night film is Fantastic Mr. Fox, Wes Anderson's new film. Excellent. And our uh, closing night film is Tom Ford's A Single Man. And the the gala films this year are actually surprisingly really good. I mean, I, I, I normally don't like to talk about the gala films that much because I feel like they don't need as much help or publicity. Um, but also because, like, a dirty little secret in a lot of film festivals is that sometimes the opening and closing night films are actually not that great. Not our festival, of course. No. But maybe other festivals. <laughs> but um, but this year, our galas are actually fantastic. I mean, Fantastic Mr. Fox is maybe Wes Anderson's best film, which is shocking because it's a children's film, in a sense. It's uh, based on uh, someone else's material, and it's animated. Yeah. So it's very different for him, but um, just... I unbelievable! I can't wait for people to see it. I can't wait to show it to people. Now, this is just you've mentioned Wes Anderson. This is a man who, to my mind, is one of my favorite directors. I love uh, the Royals, Royal Tenenbaums, uh, and and some of his other films are just they're just he's a great filmmaker. Bottle so, Rocket, Bottle Rocket, just a uh, great, great filmmaker. So, if you're telling me it's you think it's one of his best, if not his best, then it's it's going to be a good film. Now, I'm going to ask you right now. You've already seen it. Yes, I have. Um, I had read in the Times a couple weeks ago how he hadn't even been on uh, site as the director, that he was emailing in his directions. He, would, he was uh, corresponding completely by Internet to direct this film. I don't know if you saw that article, this, but I was going to ask, does it show up at all in the film? Or, or Well, you-, you know, I did see that article actually as well, and, and after seeing the film, my thought is if that's uh, what it's like for him to direct by email, he should direct all his films by email. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, it, what's wonderful about it is that it, you know his sort of idiosyncratic style with films like right. um, The Life of you know, where you have sort of cutaways of these giant sets, uh, works so well in this animation, um, stop-motion animation style where we have, you know, a family of foxes living inside a house and it's based on a children's story. The, the sort of, the, those two elements combine just beautifully, and the, the end result is fantastic, and, and I couldn't be happier to have it as our, as our opening night film. You know, and the other thing also, you know, what's 
the film is that we actually have a theme of uh, stop-motion animation um, with a couple other films. And, uh, and this one, you know, really, uh, you know, kind of leads off that pack. I mean, it is such a work of, of, of not just, you know, uh, delightful, uh, you know, fancy, but it is just a work of precision, actually. Now, John, you're saying, uh, are the other ones, are these uh, feature-length films? Are they shorts, the, the, the stop-action stuff that you're talking about, the other ones? We have two other uh, feature-length um, stop-motion, yeah. Okay. All right. and, then, and then one short. I'm sorry, I didn't know if I was walking all over John's comment here. Um, well, what were the films? Uh, we have this, um, one of our uh, midnight movies that we're showing actually is called um, A Town Called Panic. And it was one of the, actually, we're not showing it at midnight. It was a midnight film from the recent Toronto Film Festival. Mm-hmm. And it's a, uh, it's a Belgian film based on this insane Belgian television show. Um, that is just one of the most uproarious, hilarious films that we have in our festival. All right. And, and the, the other is a short, as you're saying. The other stop action? Uh, yes. Another one, I believe we have a short in one of our, our lunch film programs, which is a one stop motion animation programs, film. We have a short, and then we also have a feature uh, in the attic also. Um, and, you know, and it is, it, it's, it, you, know, um, you know, since, uh, you know, the heyday of Ray Harryhausen, I don't think you've, you know, you, you've had, like, a concentration of uh, you know, uh, you know, of films that not didn't just play with the stop motion animation, but really featured them wholeheartedly yeah. within the storytelling. Well, I will say that in the last couple of years, uh, the Academy uh, nominated short films. There have been a number of amazing stop action films. Uh, so it, it's it's definitely in a renaissance uh, and uh, well worth checking out if you're into li- into stop action films. Um. Now we're speaking with John Wildman and Lane Needler about the AFI Film Fest in Los Angeles. That would be from October 30th to November 7th. And I noticed, too, well, it was kind of exciting, some of the people showing up there. Um, Terry Gilliam is going to be there with, uh, at the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. Is that, is that you got him uh, confirmed on that? Yeah, Terry Gilliam will definitely be here along with uh, Christopher Plummer, who Excellent. is one of our two uh, subject, uh, subjects of our tributes. And, in fact, I just saw Imaginarium last night. And, you know, and, and much like, you know, actually the Wes Anderson film, you know, there, there are filmmakers where you really look forward to them being the directors you love them for being. And Imaginarium is really falls in that category with Terry Gilliam. I mean, it is a Terry Gilliam movie in all the best ways. Yeah. Uh, again, again, I mean, you, you know, the Coens, Wes Anderson, Terry Gilliam, these are directors that I have to see their films. I just, they're such, they're such inventive, remarkable filmmakers. And, uh, I mean, a lot of people talk about Brazil as this great film, but I think an overlooked film is The Adventures of Baron von Munchausen is a terrific, beautiful film to watch. And I'm sure Terry Gilliam brings all of that imagination to, to this one as well. Absolutely. You know, I mean, and, and, and this is the thing is, and, you know, and all of those filmmakers that you mentioned, they, they all have something about them that, that is so singular and so specific and so unique. And when they revel in that and when they really deliver, you know, the, that thing that they do that no one else can possibly, you know, approach, that is when you just have, you know, those giddy moments sitting in, in, in the theater seat. Well, John, yeah. for, for me, these are people that have mastered the... the uh, the dialogue, the uh, the the uh, language, the language. Film. Thank you, the language of film. They really have it, and they take us out of the place where we're we're in, and they put us in another place completely. And that's really what I appreciate so much about them. 
Yeah, I love Munchausen too. It's one of my favorite. I think that's totally an underappreciated masterpiece. Very underappreciated. I yeah. just visually, it's just a stunning film to watch. Which one is this? I, I love Bar- it. Baron, the Adventures oh, of yeah, Baron von Munchausen. Munchausen. Yeah, not to mention uh, uh, Brazil. Uma. Oh, yeah, Uma. Yeah, Uma. Uma, Uma. Yeah, there you go. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're also having uh, Jonathan Demi and and Neil Young uh, for the uh, showing of Neil Young Trunk Show, the music documentary. Yeah, and they'll both be in attendance as well at wow. the festival. So um, that's that's very exciting. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be the, I think it's the U.S. premiere of this documentary. Is that right, John? That is correct. And, you know, uh, I mean, you know, AFI Fest has had a long tradition, um, which, you know, Lane is, uh, you know, uh, uh, certainly a good part responsible for, uh, you know, of having uh, a wonderful infusion of music uh, in, in the film festival, either via the music documentaries or, you know, or, or through the narrative films. And this year is no different. I mean, with the uh, Neil Young Trunk Show, uh, we have a fantastic uh, documentary on uh, jazz musicians called called Icons Among Us, which really goes into what really is jazz music and and the the, the love and community uh, that that the jazz music uh, community has that no other um, rock or pop or country can even hope to approach. Uh, and a wonderful uh, guy and Madeline on a park bench, which um, is it's a narrative film. And uh, and I've been describing it, and, and Lane's going to laugh at, at 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 me hyping this film, but I just love it to death. Of uh, Godard's Breathless Me Likely She's Got to Have It by Way of Round Midnight. <laughs> okay, <laughs> now name. What's the name of the film again, John? Uh, that is Guy and Madeline on a Park Bench. Okay, wow. okay, I'll check that out. And you know, something else I should mention is that tickets are still available for free to the Neil Young documentary uh, wow. by Jonathan Demi right now on our website, AFI.com. Well, there you so go. You and just go to AFI.com and you can get hold of some free tickets to see this? You can reserve, I believe it's up to 20 tickets per person and um, uh, two per screening, I believe. And uh, we still have some available for that Neil Young documentary. Now, now let, let's, let, that's also uh, an ongoing thing for the festival, am I correct? You you have available free tickets, uh, limited, but free tickets uh, for some... Ab- ab- yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and I'm, I'm really happy that Lane brought that up because... Um, you know, the entire festival is free, point in fact. And this is something that no other festival of, of this size or, you know, uh, uh, of this level has ever attempted before, where every single film has complimentary seatings, including our galas. Wow. And, and, and one thing that I also want to mention is that, um, I mean, a good number of our films already are sold out. And right now I'm making the quote signs when I say sold out. And why I'm doing that is because, let's face it, we live in Los Angeles, and a lot of people, um, you know, simply do not come and do not show up for the stuff that they're, you know, that, that, that they're supposed to show up for. Right. So for all those people that, you know, that are disappointed when, you know, when they go online and they go, oh, crap, I really want to see that movie, I think the rush line is going to be worth it this year. There, there will definitely play a lot of play with the rush lines, for those movies that are, and again, make the quote signs, sold out. Okay. Now let's, let's again remind our listeners where the films are playing, what your venues are. Go ahead, Lane. Oh, uh, yeah. So we're October 30th to November 7th, AFI Fest is. And we're headquartered at the Man Chinese Theater at Hollywood and Highland in the Hollywood and Highland Complex. 
So our films will be right there in the big Man Chinese Theater and in, in the little uh, Man Six Chinettes, as we like to call them, up in the uh, <laughs> up in the Man uh, Hollywood Highland. Very good, and it's a great venue, and it's you're really in the heart of Hollywood. There, it's a, it's a you're not far from Kodak. Are, are you right by the Kodak Theater? Or is yeah, yeah, the Kodak Theater is the same in the same complex. Yeah. And I should mention our headquarters will be across the street at the historic Roosevelt Hotel, where we'll have all of our reception spaces and hospitality suites and that sort of thing. Oh, that's a terrific right. place, too. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm really happy. It's the only time of the year they let me into that place, but, <laughs> but I love it. Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> Is it something we should go into? <laughs> uh, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> well, okay, now, again, we, we've, we've gone through Terry Gilliam, Wes Anderson, uh, so let's go through some of the other... I want to talk about uh, Daniel Rame's film, uh, The uh, Something's Gonna Live. Which I, I know you have the uh, AFI Conservatory alumnus Daniel, or when I I mean the distinguished lecturer Robert Boyle in that, as well as Haskell Wessler is in it, and they're they're going to be uh, speaking after the film. It's uh, about just people who work behind the scenes in in Hollywood who have who've made some classic films. And tell us a little bit more about about Daniel Rame's film. Uh, yeah, well, it's 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 yeah, a real honor to have uh, Daniel Rames film at the festival this year, and it's an incredible honor to have uh, Robert Boyle uh, working at AFI. AFI's other main function is as a um, film conservatory, um, teaching film to the next generation. Yes. And Bob Boyle is turning 100 years old this year, wow. and he's still uh, teaching amazingly for <laughs> for AFI. So um, so yeah, we're we're gonna showcase this this really great uh, documentary. Uh, something's gonna live about. Um, you know these these team of filmmakers who were making just absolute classics like um, the birds and North by Northwest, and it goes uh, really in depth with uh, with them and their memories and their experiences and their kind of touring around Los Angeles a little bit. And then afterwards, we're actually going to have a screening of a brand new um, print of North by Northwest. Oh, so cool. we're going to have that up on the big screen. It's going to look gorgeous. We're going to have some special guests there too, I believe, right, John? Absolutely. We're going to have. Uh, Martin Landau and Eva Marie Saint are oh. going to be appearing oh at, the, uh, at the North by Northwest uh, screening, and they're going to be uh, uh, participating in a Q&A that will be moderated by William Friedkin. Oof. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, now, now just uh, just uh, regarding uh, uh, something's going to live, uh, it, these are uh, production uh, designers, these are cinematographers, these are the, really the, the, the craftsmen uh, who, who made those wonderful films look that much better. Yeah. And oh, they're, they're amazing, and what's wonderful about this documentary is that you literally, I mean, the, 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 the movie uses a jumping-off point, kind of a reunion with Bob Boyle and Henry Bumstead and Alan Nozaki, and these are guys that, you know, were teaming together at Paramount in, the, in literally like the 30s and 40s and 50s, and I think uh, Bumstead and, and Boyle both uh, had half a dozen Hitchcock credits apiece, uh, you, know, uh, you know, to them, and, and Nozaki, he did stuff like the, the uh, 50s um, War of the Worlds, and I was responsible for, you know, uh, you know, so much production design and art design. And it goes into the history of, you know, how they came together, how they worked, how they put the map paintings together. They actually visit um, the, uh, the original location for the birds and, uh, you know, and go into some detail on, uh, on some of the, you know, the amazing uh, uh, God's uh, POV shot that we all remember. Um, yes. uh, you know, it, it's, the phone it's booth, a wonderful the film. gas station. Yeah. 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 Well, what's the name of that little town up there? I'm blanking. The uh, Northern California coast. 
Uh, okay, nobody knows. <laughs> I was yeah, just yeah, yeah. I cannot remember yeah. what the name of the city. Is. Yeah, I, I've been through there myself. I'm, I'm still focused on Martin Landau. We were just talking about Bella Glagosi this morning, and then got into Ed Wood, and then then went to Martin Landau. Here he's here he's going to be at North by Northwest, and there's there's nothing like seeing North by Northwest on a big screen. There, there's no, there's and, some scenes know, it, in there that are. It's funny at the uh, at the screening I was at last night. I was talking to um, Leonard Malton about this um, restored and, and remastered version uh-huh. of, of uh, North by Northwest, and he just could not stop singing the praises. I mean, this yeah. is just a beautiful, beautiful work that they've done with this film. Oh, yeah. good, good. I, there's some shots in there that just scream to be on a big screen, too, to have, to have it on, on, uh, to your you know, outer limits of your peripheral vision. Uh, the, the, uh, the, the crop duster scene, especially that whole oh little God. segment of there where, yeah. where, yeah. Uh, where Cary Grant's standing on one side of the road and the, the other farmer is standing on the... Yeah. On, on, it's just a <laughs> great scene to, where you have to move your head to see the whole, take the whole thing in. So yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to that one. Exactly. And, and by the way, uh, we, there's the other gala films, and that now, uh, just so you know, the AFI covers the entire spectrum of films and filmmakers. Uh, not all of these are your better known directors. You have uh, Precious uh, coming in uh, and uh, directed by, I've just lost who directed. Uh, yeah, a Daniels? gentleman yeah, by the name of Lee Daniels. Uh, um, it's, I believe to, it's um, Lee's second film. Lee's, okay. So, and, so yeah. he's not as well known. But yeah, the film uh, premiered at Sundance earlier this year and made a big splash there. Yeah. the. And, the and in fact, it was the Audience Award winner both at Sundance and Toronto. I think the first film to do that. Yeah, the, and the actress who plays Precious has gotten an awful lot of... Uh, um, uh, attention for her performance in this. Uh, apparently, very, very good um, in terms. Of, I don't know if have you guys seen uh, Precious. Yes, Absolutely. it's a it very is, strong uh, film, it, very it, harrowing. It is um, really of, to see. Of, okay. of, of life, sort of in the in the lower um, lower income strata of society, and then uh, you know just the the horrible things that some people do to each other um, uh, when they their family and when um, you know times get tough. So uh, yeah, it's going to be a real fun festive uh, festive night for us. Yeah, um, terrific. And that will also be where we will have everybody from Oprah to Tyler Perry, who are the two executive producers on the film, to Mariah Carey, Monique, Paula Patton, Lenny Kravitz, uh, uh, Gabby, Lenny. who is the, the the breakout star of the film. All of them will be here. Wow. <laughs> So, uh, an Oprah so, sighting. Well, wow, in Hollywood or something. <laughs> it's quite a well. Congr- coming to town, baby. <laughs> Congratulations, my goodness. <laughs> Remember, she she uh, she she selected our president, so you better be nice to her. Okay. <laughs> um, well, and then and then we did we covered closing night. Um, you've got yeah. Okay. And then you there's one other um, gala film that I, I, I can't go without mentioning, which is The Road, um, based on the Cormac McCarthy novel. Cormac McCarthy also wrote the book um, No Country for Old Men, which oh, was yeah. a big, successful film um, two years ago. And this new film, The Road, is directed by John Hillcoat and stars Vigo Mortensen. And we're going to be doing a tribute to Vigo as well yeah. um, that evening, along with the screening. It's, a, um, it's an incredibly powerful film about a, a man and his young child uh, traversing a post-apocalyptic landscape and just trying to survive and avoid uh, roving packs of cannibals and other sort of horrific things that are happening in this um, in this wow. distant future world. Um, hopefully, distant future. Yeah, world. I was going to say hopefully real distant yeah. future. <laughs> but um, really, just one of the one of the standout films of this year, and something that I'm I'm pretty sure is going to get a lot of acclaim um, come award season as well. Yeah. So. 
that's another one that we're we're incredibly delighted to be showcasing at the well, time. Well, Vigo has really carved out quite a career in a relatively short period of time since he sort of hit the scene. He's really done some wonderful work. I'm yeah. such a huge fan of his. I, I've told everyone that they should keep me far away from him because I'm just going to be a fawning, <laughs> drooling mess. I uh, won't be able to put uh, two words together. Now, you're also feeding uh, Christopher Plummer as well. Um, Christopher Plummer, who, uh, who stars in Dr. Parnassus and... Uh, the Last Station, and the tribute will occur during the, uh, before the screening of The Last Station, uh, which he stars in with uh, Helen Mirren and James McAvoy and Paul Giamatti. And, uh, you know, and I, I was talking to um, uh, uh, director of programming, uh, Bob Kohler, uh, you know, about um, The Last Station and Christopher Plummer. And, you know, sometimes you, you tribute somebody, and it's not exactly the best performance they've ever done. It's just their turn comes up mm-hmm. on, on that film. But this is a case where, man, this could not be a better film to tribute an actor on because he, his performance is just exquisite in this movie. Oh, that's great to hear. Wonderful. And, and he's in two films. That's just amazing. Uh, the Imaginarium yep. of Dr. Parnessus and The Last Station as well. Now, we have talked a, a little bit about the documentaries, uh, uh, but I want to get into some of your world cinemas. Uh, you, you've got a Werner Herzog film, uh, uh, the Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans. Oh, yes. Uh, Werner Herzog's sort of remake of Abel Ferreira's film um, starring uh, Nicolas Cage, who is just out Nicolas Caging himself in this film. <laughs> okay. Um, it's uh, it's going to be quite a uh, an exciting night. I don't even know what to say. I mean, I'm, he's just, uh, you know, yeah. smoking crack and d- just being crazy and... Yeah. And it's a Werner Herzog film. It just it, it it just boggles my mind that this film even exists, let alone that we're going to be showcasing it. I don't even know what to expect. That I, night. You know, on so many levels, I don't understand this. I mean, you're right. What you're <laughs> saying. I mean, first of all, it the Bad Lieutenant. I mean, it's not the kind of film you think of as a a remake or a sequel. Right. Or, yeah. It's not that kind of a movie. And then Nicolas Cage and Werner Herzog. I mean, that is and just. Then, <laughs> And it's also all set in New Orleans. Yeah. And it's all about sort of this post-Katrina madness. Wow. So it's got like these multiple level, levels of just insanity. And uh, <laughs> it's, it, I think you can hear the smile on my face even talking about the film I because it's, it's just a, such a gleeful experience to sit through. Um, it's going to be a really fun night. I can't wait to uh, also berate Werner Herzog all evening. Yeah, no kidding. Well, John, uh, any of the other world cinema that that uh, comes to mind for you? Um, well, you know, I you know, I think uh, you know, we have Police Adjective, which is one of the most talked about films uh, uh, this year. A Woman Without Piano, which I uh, believe was the uh, the Golden Seashell winner out of San Sebastian. Uh, we just recently added The White Ribbon. Um, which I think is, uh, you know, is going to, you know, be one of those films um, that, you know, will, will be up for, you know, best foreign Oscar this year. I mean, it was a Palm d'Or winner at Cannes. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, we really have uh, such a stellar lineup of, uh, you know, of, of, of really, the, you know, the top world cinema that, you know, that 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 everybody has been discussing, you know, for the past uh, six months. I mean, it, they've. They've really outdone themselves in that. You know what else is going to be really fun at the festival? I'd be remiss without mentioning is Halloween. Our festival falls over Halloween. And um, (laughs) I know you guys were talking earlier about the sort of festive party aspect of film festivals, and that, I think, is where we're really going to be having a lot of fun is Halloween night. Can you Um, come in costume? Uh, if if you want to, oh, okay. <laughs> this is come on. This is this is Hollywood. You can do just about anything you want. Yeah, but, but we have like a, a trilogy of films called the Red Riding trilogy, yeah. which is um, uh, uh, a BBC produced uh, trilogy of films, which actually recently premiered on at the Telluride Film Festival, and uh, it's about um, 
sort of a police investigative uh, uh, procedural murder situation, which sort of spirals further and further. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's something not to be missed. Also, we're going to have Joe Dante of Gremlins and Small Soldiers fame with his new film, The Hole, uh, which we're going to present in 3D on Halloween night as well. Uh, we're going to have midnight movies, and it's going to be a lot of fun for, for yeah. anyone and, looking and for that festive and atmosphere and on Halloween miss, night. The can't miss oh. movie for Halloween, and this is a favorite of both Lane and mine, is a film called The Loved Ones. Oh, yeah. And uh, The Loved Ones was a Midnight Madness uh, uh, award winner in Toronto. And uh, it's, I mean, it's coming out of nowhere, and, the, and I will describe it as misery set in a prom. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, that sounds like my prom night. Then. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> it sounds a lot like my own world ex- life experience. Uh, well, that's this is great. Uh, I I'm I'll, I'll see you guys up there. Okay. Um, and Wonderful. Yeah, I'm I'm planning on coming up and spending October some time. October 30th through November 7th. Yeah. And that would be correct. at the uh, uh, Man's mm-hmm. Chinese and the and the Chinettes. And the Chinettes. Right. Uh, in the Hollywood China. Island. Yes. You see, you're taking over the heart of the strip. Yeah. Yep. Uh, absolutely. And the best way to get more information about this is simply to go to uh, AFI.com. Is that my correct? Absolutely. Yeah, right. Well, we've been speaking with Lane Needler and John Wildman, and uh, we just really appreciate the fact that you guys do this every year, and you really do put together some uh, remarkable films, and it's a, a great event for uh, film lovers and Los Angeles as well. So thank you for being here on Film School today. Oh, great. Thanks a lot, guys. To learn more about Film School, listen to more interviews, or subscribe to our podcast, visit our website at KUCI.org slash filmschool.